0: Put it right there. Yeah. Just it. Okay. The red light is going. and It's going. And it's going. Yeah. Okay. That means it's recording. Well, It's recording is very exciting, Mister James. Yeah. Just James. Just James recording like James. What? I don't even understand that.
1: You did it, Billy. You hit record on the James Arnold Taylor podcast.
0: Well, I'm very excited about that. You know, Mister Hank was not here, but it doesn't matter because I could do it all on my own.
1: That's that's right. Where where is Hank?
0: Oh, I, don't, I don't know.
1: That was a long way around to say you don't know. You mean? Nothing. Well, we're, we're doing this on our own then, Billy. This is pretty good, huh?
0: Yes, Mr. James. So I have a, a list of topics that I thought you could talk about today for the show.
1: Okay. Let me see. Ooh, that's a long list. Um, flan.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a dessert and it's a flan and kind of a custardy thing and people like it and all that. Okay. But I, I know about, what do I know about flan? I don't know, but I thought it was an interesting topic. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. And terry cloth.
0: Yes, terry cloth. Is
1: a, you know, it's a, yeah, I know what terry cloth is. It's a fabric, and it's like. In fact, in the like the seventies and eighties, people made actually outfits out of it. It's more like a towel.
0: Yes, it's it very interesting.
1: So you do know a lot about it. No, I. <laughs> Billy, these are okay. What is this? Oil of oregano.
0: Well, uh, you know, sometimes you put that in your drinks and when you have it in the throat.
1: Yes, okay. So that one, you're getting a little closer. I use a little oil of oregano in my little drinks that I make when, I, when I'm losing my voice and I need to make a little wow, a little, little wah. Yeah, that's right, a little wah. And you can put lemon, you can put ginger, apple cider vinegar, oil of oregano, and cayenne. And wow, that gives you a blast. So there, I know something about that one, but still, Billy, these are just weird kind of topics for the show. This isn't really, you know, the show's called Talking to Myself. I talk about life, I talk about things, I do voices.
0: Oh, yeah, see, I know I have a list of voices here you can do it as well.
1: List of voices. Okay. Clarence.
0: Yes, you're going to do a, a character named Clarence.
1: What does Clarence do?
0: I don't know. He talks like this. Hi, I'm Clarence. I'm, I'm going to do something on the James Arnold Taylor podcast.
1: <laughs> on, the, on the James
0: Arnold Taylor podcast? He's like a Christopher Walken.
1: He talks in ways that are different. You know, he says the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Whoa, is crazy. Well, yeah, you could call him Clarence. That's Christopher Walken. Oh, it's Christopher Clarence Walken. (laughs) Okay. Well, Billy, I appreciate these notes, but, um, oh, wait, I think, is that Hank? Hank's coming in. Hey, Hank! How you doing? Uh,
2: Well, you're not Hank. No, I'm Charlie. Charlie? Uh, You kind of look like Hank. Yeah, I get that a lot. I'm Hank's cousin. You're Hank's cousin? Okay, well, where's Hank? I don't know. You had to go see a guy about a thing, you know.
1: Okay. So you're, um, are are you an engineer as well, like your cousin Hank?
2: Yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, we went to the same school. You did? You got him in. Okay. Okay. So, can you, uh, do you need to check? I mean,
1: Billy hit record, so I think we're doing okay. Hey, Billy, how you doing, man?
0: Oh, Mr. Charlie, it's good to see you again. You guys know each other? Oh, yes, Mr. Charlie's been here before. I've never, no, Charlie,
1: I've never met you.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, Hank says, you know, you're you're kind of a, you know, you're a big, big fat ego kind of guy, you're a celebrity guy, you know. Don't hang around, you know, because, you know, he might, uh, he might get all upset. <laughs> That's not true at all. I would have loved to have made, well, it's very nice to meet you, Charlie. Nice to meet you, too. You're not as much of a goon as he says. <laughs> well, thank you. So then, are you going to check the mic and all that? Uh, let me see. Uh... Testing. Testing. One, two, three. Testing. Yeah, the level seems good. Billy, I think you did a good job there, kid. Oh, thank you, Mr. Charlie, sir. Just Charlie. Okay, Charlie. Now, wait a second. For him, you just did it just fine. You did... Anyways.
1: So that's it, Charlie? You're not going to bang on the microphone or anything? Why would I do that? (laughs) That's what Hank does. (laughs) Yeah, that,
2: Hank? Well, wait a second. So now, you guys went to the same engineering school... No, as a matter of fact, no. I mean, you know, we went. We were there at the same time, but Hank was the one teaching the class. W- wait, a, wait a second. You're blowing my mind here. Hank was the one teaching the class. Yeah, he knows everything there is to know about engineering.
1: Sound engineering. You're t- we're talking about sound engineering. Audio recording engineering. Of course that's what we're talking about. What else would we be talking about? I don't, I'm just saying because he normally comes up and bangs on the... He
2: goes, hello, hello, hello. Hey, 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 don't, 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 don't touch the mic like that.
0: Well,
1: I'm just saying. That's what he does. Hello, 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 and he... And he de-
2: yeah, he's messing with you. He's messing with me? Yeah, that guy loves you. What? I'm telling you, man. Jet. Can I call you Jet? Sure. Thanks, Jet. Hank goes on and on about you. He thinks you're the best. He thinks you're the top dog. He thinks you're better than anybody. He th- he loves you. He loves what you do. He loves all the show. He loves being on a party, all this stuff. And, uh, you know, he likes messing with you. So, So it's all just an act? It's not an act. It's, you know, the more he messes with you, the more it means he really cares for you. That's that's how we do things in our family. You guys kind of mess with each other. So you give each other a bad time. You know, a lot of people do
1: that. And I think, unfortunately, Charlie, uh, the world has gotten a little sensitive to that. And that, you know, we can't give each other as much of a bad time. But families tend to do that. We give each other a bad time. So you're saying that Hank gives me a bad time and does all the stuff because he really actually cares for me.
2: Yeah, but if you tell him I said that, I'll break your nose. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. So where is he then? Where's where's Hank at? He was getting something for you. What do you mean? What did I stutter? Well, no, I just, I mean, why would he be getting something for me? Only well, he knows you. you were spending the whole day yesterday doing the computer thing, right? Oh, yeah, boy, that's a story for the whole, you know, I mean, we, we should introduce the show and everything first, but then
1: I'll tell everybody about that. So he was getting something for me because of yesterday with the computer? Yeah, he's getting
2: you some new cables because, you, you know, some of the cables aren't so good. That's right. I did have to, I have to change out some cables. Well, that's very nice of him. See, I'm telling you, he cares. But then when he gets here, he'll be
1: like, oh, yeah, I found these cables, uh, whatever, you jerk. Yeah, that means he cares. Okay, okay. Well, Charlie, I
2: appreciate your enlightenment on the Hank situation. You got it, my friend. You need anything, I'm here, okay? I'll be in the other room doing the controls. You want me to bring in Mr. Announcer Guy? Well, that would be very nice. You got it, my friend. Okay, okay. Yo, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yo, Charlie, my man. Hey, Mr. Announcer Guy. Hey, Jad, what's up, man?
1: Well, you know, we uh, spent a lot of th- Well, first off, I just learned a lot about Hank. Yeah, man, you didn't know that? What? You knew that? Everybody knows that, man. He's just giving you a bad time because he loves you. Ah, oh, come on. Billy, did you know that? Well, of course, Mr. James is totally logical. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Mr. Spock, thank you. Um, okay. Well, uh, so Mr. Announcer Guy spent the day yesterday. This is, by the way, this episode of the James Arnold Taylor podcast is being recorded on a brand new computer. And I spent the whole day setting up the computer. It took all day. I'll tell the story during the show. But anyways, Mr. Announcer Guy, go ahead. Introduce the show. You got it, man. Cue that music, Jerry the Music Man. You got it, Mr. Announcer Guy. Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, it's time for the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Talking to myself, We call it the Jetcast, man. Yeah, man. It's a big show for a little guy. Yeah, man. Now, here
2: he is, the same guy that's doing all the voices you're hearing, including this one, James Arnold Taylor!
1: Thanks, dude. You got it, dude. I'm going to go now. So dramatic. Thanks, dude. All right, there he goes. And there's music. Hey, thank you for cueing that music there.
2: All right, this is good. Hey, Charlie, how you doing in there? I'm doing real good, Jed. You're sounding great, my friend. The levels are looking good. Okay, all right. This guy is great,
1: man. Uh, You know, uh, but when Hank gets here, I'm going to have to, you know...
2: Hey, now, don't say anything.
1: Okay, that's right. I won't say anything. Okay. Well, see, it's a little lesson there. You learn, see, that sometimes... People that we think aren't as fond of us, maybe are they just don't know what to do with their feelings. It's like in grade school. The little boys and the girls, and the little boys would be mean to the girls and pull their ponytails and stuff because they like them. So Hank's just pulling my ponytail. I don't really have a ponytail, but that's okay. All right, well, there you go. Hey, does everybody have some water? I'll tell you what I have. I have some water, but then I also have this little, uh, its a, it's because it's morning. What time is it? Let's see. It's 9:49. I have a little beverage here. It's a little morning beverage that we do at the Jet house. And, oh my goodness. I just wanted to turn my iPad on. It's a little beverage and it's got, um, you know, vitamins and stuff. It's a little powder and then you blend it. And it's like a morning thing and it's good and it's good for you. So I've got that and I've got my water. That's what we do. We drink water here on the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. We breathe deep and we say, it's all good. We're here now. We can relax. Practice mindfulness. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my iPad. So, I, so yesterday, I get a new computer. Now, it's been a long time. It's been like seven years since I got a new computer. And, you know, and I, I use Apple products. And this is certainly not a, a commercial for Apple products. So it was time to get a new computer for the Jat Studios. I had what they the Apple Mac Pro, that they called the trash can one, because it looked like a little trash can. It was a little brown, little cylinder, you know, it looked like a trash can. When I got it, it was state of the art. It was like, crazy you know like look at this computer it's amazing and you know to tell you the truth i think it's still pretty kind of state-of-the-art it's really pretty cool looking because there's no other computer out there that looks like it or functions like it and it's very fast a very good computer but then they came out with this new thing the apple studio and it's not like the new because the mac the new mac pro is like literally i think you could spend twenty thirty thousand dollars on this thing. it's it's too much money who has that much money to spend on computers And so, instead, they came out also with this Mac Studio, which is kind of like, it looks like a Mac Mini, but it's huge. It's like a Mac Mini that's, you know, on steroids. It's, that's, as they would say, I don't know. And, and it's, so it's big, and it's very powerful. It's got this Ultra M1 processor, and so I got the decked out one, and I set it up yesterday, and I knew, going into it, this, this is going to be a thing. So, that's the thing, is when you... If you can have a little like, ah, a little foresight to something where you're like, okay, I know this is probably going to be a little frustrating because earlier, a couple, about a month, month and a half ago, We got new laptops because our old laptops were old now, too. And so we've just been upgrading everything, you know, because it's like finally it's time. We try to hold off at the Taylor House as long as we can. You want to give them at least five years. You know, it feels like, uh, you know, because it used to be in the old back in the old days, you'd buy something. And then if you needed it again ever in your lifetime, you bought it again. But that would be like 10, 15, 20 years later. Now computers, they're just, oh, no, no, you got to get a new one. You got to get a new one. They've trained us. You see, I don't like that they've trained us like that, that we're all like, oh, I got to get the new iPhone. You know, I've had the same iPhone for, I mean, at least four or five years, at least, at least. And I like it. And that's it. You know, it's like, I don't want to get a new one. But they'll force it with the upgrades and the the technology because they do the upgrades all the time The new OS, the new OS, the new OS. So I knew that the new computer was going to come with the new software. The Monterey, the latest OS. And the problem is, is I run programs like Pro Tools and Adobe Premiere and Creative Cloud and all of these programs to do all of the creative stuff that I do. And sometimes they haven't upgraded yet to the new OS, to work with the new OS. So I was very nervous about that. And so I was like, okay, I'm trying try to prepare myself for the fact that today could be a frustrating day. And even though I prepared myself... <laughs> <laughs> Man, was it a frustrating day, I'll tell you. But so that's you know that's the thing. So th- we're gonna we're gonna pick that apart today. We're gonna unpack that, as we say, as to how we respond to things that we don't like. How do we respond to these things, and what can we do to help ourselves and to help others? Because when we respond negatively, it can affect the world around us as well. See, so we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But you know, it's uh, also is. <laughs> <laughs> Hank. What? I'm in the middle. I was in the middle of the podcast. I'm in the.
2: What you doing your show? Oh, let me tell you. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. Said, okay, stop it. Because I know that. Hey there, How's it going? I, not- oh, I mean, hi, Charlie. Never mind. I wasn't going to say anything. You better not. What's that? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Hank, it's good to see you. Uh, thanks for uh, coming in. Uh, so you were, uh, where were you? You had to run some errands?
2: No, I just I just decided I wouldn't show up.
1: You know, whatever. <laughs> okay. Sure, Hank. What do you mean? Nothing. No, oh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, by the way, uh, I got you. I, you know, I was out. I was there. I, I picked up some new cables to help you with the new computers. Computer. Whatever. All right. Thank you, Hank. That's really nice of you. Thank you.
2: I wasn't trying to be nice. I was doing it so it would make my job easier. You know, I don't have to hear you complain. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, the computer!
1: Okay, all right. Well, I appreciate it greatly. I think you're awesome, Hank. What's wrong with you?
2: <laughs>
1: Nothing. Can a guy say to another guy, "I think you're awesome"? Can if he wants to get punched in the nose? What's everybody gonna punch me in the nose? What is this? I I met your your cousin Charlie out there. He's doing a great job. Hey, Charlie! You jerk! Hey, Hank! You boozo. Okay, you guys. All right. So, Hank, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm kind of in the middle of the show. Yeah, well, okay, whatever.
2: I'm going to go out and talk to Charlie. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Charlie, you want an onion sandwich? No, man, just put some garlic on there, too.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to be fun. All right, thank you. Great. So, where was I? Billy, where was I? Uh, Billy, where'd you go? Oh, he's out there. Oh. Uh, Let me, you know, let me bring in somebody. Uh, Hey, hey, let's bring in Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. He hasn't been here in a long time. We should talk to Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. Hey, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. If my name is Reginald, why must you add the don't call me Reggie part? Because it's, you know, it's funny. But it's not. Okay. All right. I kind of thought it was, but okay. Uh, Reginald, how are you? It's good to see you, my friend. Right, right, right. Good to see you as well, James. I enjoyed your little banter with Hank and Charlie and all, and the right and wrong and liking people and whatnot. Okay, yeah, that's that's not how I would sum it up, but thank you. Whatever. Okay, so Reginald, I was talking about, you know, this new computer I got, and that I even though I knew it was probably going to give me some trouble, I still wasn't fully ready for all the trouble, or I responded still negatively when the trouble hit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. This is an excellent topic, James. Let's talk about this. So, when you're in a position of knowing that maybe something negative is coming your way, you can respond differently. Right. You can respond, or I should say, right, 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 right. Stop it. Okay. So, I thought, I'm just going to breathe through it. I'm going to be calm when the programs don't work the way that I think they're going to work or I want them to work because it's a new computer and I'm transferring everything over. I'm just going to be calm. And I started the day that way. So you have to do what they call migration. Right, right, right. Explain the whole migration process. Process? I say process. Process. Whatever. Stop it. Okay, so when you get a new computer with an Apple one, it says, do you want to transfer this over to your old stuff over to the new computer? And you turn both of them on and you either hook up a cable or Wi-Fi and you let it transfer all of your old data. It's supposed to be, in theory, it is supposed to be then as easy. It's kind of like, well, nothing happened. You just moved everything over to this one and now you use this one. But, and it, that used to work, but now... Every three days, it seems, Apple has an update (laughs) and a new OS and a new iOS and a new update this and a new program for that. And it's very frustrating. And I, I don't understand why they don't just say, you know what, we'll do this every other year. Or every five years, we'll do one big update. That's how they used to do it. And now it's, they upgrade, upgrade, update, 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 update. update. So I always have a little red dot with a one on it on my phone saying, you've got to update to the new iOS. It's so frustrating. I'm not a fan of it, Reggie. Right, right, right. I don't believe anybody is. And I don't know why they do it, but they do it. Right. But this isn't my... I'm not trying to complain. I'm very grateful. Here's the other thing. I'm so incredibly grateful for all this technology. It's, it's how I'm recording the show. I, and I'm surrounded by this technology. I, that part kind of bugs me a little, though. Right. Because you don't want the technology to control your life. You want to control the technology to make your life easier. Right, 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 right. Stop it. Okay. But I'm, I'm excited I'm, because you're right. That's exactly it. We want to use these things as tools to help, you know, make our lives easier, make our lives better, uh, help us create new things, think of new things, do new things. But it takes over, and I think that the people that are making all of it get, you know, probably very excited about this, that, and the other. We want to make it this way, you know. They're they're searching for this ultimate. But the truth is, is in life, it that's that's the other thing. It's very analogous of how we are in life. We're always searching for the better, the better, the bigger, the better, the better. And the truth is, is you can't find it, especially if you're looking for it, because it's all in the heart. You know, it's all in the heart. It's all inward. We all have to find. We have to look deep inward, and we have to see that. Everything we need is is all around us and in us. And, and especially for those of us, again, yeah, here I go, a wacky religion guy. Those of us that believe in God, there's an inner peace that we can find because we know it's not up to us and we're it's it's out of our control. It's completely out of my control. And I guess that's the issue that bothers me with the technology, Reginald. Right, control. Control is a very interesting thing. We all want it, but we also don't want to deal with it. I think that's very well said, Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. Stop it. Just call me Reginald. All right, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. I can't, I can't help it. It's, I want to say it's... That's like your name. A lot of people say to me, they say, James Arnold Taylor. I can't just say James. So that's why we came up with JAT Because people would say James Arnold Taylor. There's some people you call their whole name. Your whole name to me is Reginald, don't call me Reggie. Anyways, control. See, but that's the whole point. You want to control me not calling you Reginald, don't call me Reggie. You want me to just call you Reggie... Reg- I mean, Reginald, but then I, I don't, and that's out of your control, and you don't like it, and you get mad, and you say, stop it, stop it, stop it. That wasn't a bad impression to you, huh? Stop it. Oh, okay, well, I, I need to work on it. Yes, James, I suppose you're right. I am. Okay, Oh, good, I'm, I'm right, that was good. So, yeah, we want to control things, yet we really ultimately want to let go of everything and just let life be because we're just like, oh, I'm so... We get exhausted by it all. And all this technology adds to that and all the social media adds to that and having more people in our lives than ever before adds to that. Even if we're not somebody in the public eye, we all have our social media things and we have hundreds of people. We may have dozens of people following us. A lot of them are people we don't even know or we'll never know, we'll never meet and it's all... Anything we say is in the public eye, it's under scrutiny and it's out of our control. Once we say it, it flies out and it's out of our control. And that part can be very frustrating, especially when people want to take those things and twist them and turn them and turn them into other things because everybody has we all have chips on our shoulder to some degree we're all upset about something and we all want to blame somebody or some someone or something for something so it's like with the computer yesterday it's like i i get frustrated with it and then i yelling at the computer and that's you know that's the funniest thing in the world so here's the thing it's like you look i'm i'm not um, Uh, a a shame to admit it Uh, yes uh, uh, someone in the public I I will admit I sit there and I'm I'm talking I you know I'm talking to myself now the show's called talking to myself but I'm talking to myself all the time and I'm doing the computer stuff and I'm talking to myself and I'm going okay I'm just gonna touch this button there and I'm gonna transfer this file and you're just gonna work for me right now you didn't work why didn't you work Ah!" and then I go you know and we we get we get frustrated and we yell Resa meza, freza, meza, you know, and uh, that's old Hanna Barbera stuff. I like that when I do Fred
2: Flintstone. Yeah,
1: resa meza, 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 and we get frustrated with the things that are out of our control. But what is it that makes us frustrated? It's fear, right? 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 Fear. Go with that. Let's talk about that more. So what you're saying is, if you're finding yourself frustrated, and then you get angry. It is more than likely being triggered by something you're afraid of. Exactly right, Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. Stomp it. All right. It's, that's the thing. I found that when my daughter was learning to drive, you see, and I'm in the passenger seat and she would do something, you know, turn or do, but too soon or put an indicator on or not put an indicator on or do, you know, whatever it was she was doing. And I would go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, and that's, it's like, okay, stop. You can't do that. You know, I'd be like that, you know, and then I have to try to, okay, don't get mad, but I'm getting mad because I'm scared. Why? Because we're in a vehicle and it's, you know, it's scary if you're going, you know, 20, 30, 40, 60 miles an hour, however fast you're going in the car, it could be dangerous. So when I'm doing my computer and my whole life is on these hard drives and everything I do, from the, the podcast, to the videos I make, to the content that I have, to the all the archives of my photos and my everything I've written, you know, I mean, literally 20 plus years of stuff, more than that, you know, almost 30 years of stuff are on these hard drives. And then, it, well, even more than that, because I've digitized photos, I've digitized old audio from before computers and everything, because I live, I'm an old man. Since the dawn of time, James Arnold Taylor has been around. No, no. I was here before computers. You got to remember people my age, we were here before computers. And so we had things on tape and cassettes and records and, you know, all this stuff. And so I've transferred a lot of things. So I have all this stuff on these computers. And while I don't want the computer to run my life, the computers run our lives. We are constantly, I mean, how often do you pick up your phone and look at it? each day. You know, it's like I went and got my haircut yesterday as well in between the computer stuff. So I transferred in the morning. I tried, I set it up for migration to transfer everything over. And it said, it's going to take two hours or whatever. It ended up taking about 40 minutes, which was pretty cool because the computer is super fast, but I transferred over and then I went and got my haircut. And that's a whole other story because I have a show coming up this weekend. I'm going to Dallas for a, a fan expo. It's a comic-con and I'm going to be there with Matt Lanter and Ashley Eckstein is going to be really exciting. That is uh, the, what is uh, this weekend? I don't know this. What is this weekend? Come on, calendar. The 17th through the 19th. So June 17th through the 19th, 2022. I will be at uh, Fan Expo Dallas and that'll be fun. So I had to get a haircut and the fella, Nick, who normally cuts my hair, he... His schedule is such to where it's, it's, he's a, he's a busy dude. So I can't always get my hair cut through him. So I have like a backup place that I go and this fella, Corey cut my hair and a very nice guy. And so I go and I get my hair cut because I'm supposed to book it all in advance. Anyways, it's a whole other story, but all of these things lead up to the same thing, right? Whatever is out of our control, we have fear, we have anger, we have reaction, we have sadness, whatever it is, we, we react. So I go and get my hair cut. I don't even remember where I'm going with this. It was, oh, Okay, yeah, no. So I went to get my haircut and, and I'm there in the lobby, you know, waiting. And I, I, I've been working on this to where once I sit, you know, they go, okay, you check in. Hi, James Taylor. I'm here to get my Okay, I'll have a seat and he'll be with you shortly. Okay. And then you go and you sit, right? And what do we all do? What do we do? Well, it used to be we might pick up a magazine and start flipping through it because, you know, we're just, we, we don't like to just sit and do nothing, you know? So we pick up our phone, we take our phone out and we start going through it. And I've tried to kind of catch myself because I go, what am I doing? What, I mean, like, unless specifically, sometimes I might be driving and I get a text from somebody and I'm like, well, you know, cause I can respond with the Apple CarPlay thing and I can text back. Sometimes I might then get on uh, once I'm someplace and I'm sitting down and I've got, you know, I've got five minutes I'm waiting. It's like, okay, I'll catch up on the text or I'll read this email or whatever. But I try, I try to not go for the phone immediately, but I'm in the, I'm in the little waiting area. And of course I'm looking around, everybody's on their phone. That's that's what we all do now. So I feel like. We got to stop. In some degree, we got to try to not do that so much. So do all Jat a favor today. This week, don't reach for the phone as much as you might normally. So I've talked about also keeping the phone out of your bedroom. I know that might be impossible for some of you, but you know what? Give it a shot. Even one or two days a week. Plug it in in the kitchen. Plug it in in the bathroom. Plug it in someplace else. And don't go to it at night. Don't fall asleep with your device. Get a book, read a book instead. I always tell people, read the Bible. You know why? Because a lot of people go, oh, I'll fall asleep. That's okay. God's not offended. Read the Psalms and and have the last thing you're, you're going to bed with being these positive, beautiful Psalms of, of reaching out to God and, and you know, because the Psalms are really mainly people crying out to God going, wow, this and that happened and this and Lord help me and give me strength and all of that. Read the Psalms. Go to bed at night reading the Psalms, and you get sleepy, and then you... Uh, and sometimes I'll fall asleep with the book on me, and I like that. I actually have a weighted blanket as well. We've talked about that on the show before. The weighted blanket is very comforting for people. It's this, you know, so, so sometimes I'll fall asleep with the book on my chest too, and usually it's a Bible. So anyways, I try to not have the phone. I'm trying to really challenge myself to not always just have the phone right there. It's behind me right now in the booth here because I'm recording the show. See? So I I go to get the haircut and I everybody's on their phone and then I'm like okay I'm not going to do it so I just sit and what do I do I look at people I look around, of course they had televisions on because it's a you know barber shop and they got like you know stuff sports and stuff well I'm <laughs> I know nothing about sports so of course I'm, I'm looking going well I don't know what any of that means uh, so <laughs> I look out the window I you know I just I just. People watch, or I life watch, or I just kind of, I watch the folks cutting their hair. I'm looking at the other people. I'm going, wow, look at that guy's got a good head of hair, man. I wish I had all of that hair. Anyways, challenge yourself to not just go to the phone and stare down at it. Because what's happening is we're becoming a society that is not interacting with each other anymore. And that part also breeds What? fear. Why? Because it's unknown. It's because then once we're all there and we have to kind of interact with each other, we don't know what to do. And so then we get, you know, anyways, I'm trying not to look at the devices. I'm trying not to do that. And then I get home and I know I'm driving home and I'm like, I know, I know I'm going to have issues with this computer. So I get the computer there. And here's the other issue. Because I use this program, Pro Tools, it has what they call a dongle. (laughs) It's a funny, funny word. And it's a little like a USB type thing that plugs into the back of the computer and it stores all of the information to run programs like Pro Tools and all of the plugins and the software things that I have inside of that. And the only way that you can run those programs is if you have the little dongle in there. Oh, I'm sorry, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. I, I haven't been including you. I've been going on and on. Now, now, I'm fascinated by all this. It's, 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 it's spot on, James. It's spot on. We fear and then we react. And we react because we fear. And then, because we don't want to interact because of these fears, we go inward. And now, technology has allowed us to go inward very easily, as opposed to before. You might look at a magazine, you might look out the window, but then you might have to engage with someone. But now, the protocol, the etiquette is, if I'm on my phone... Don't interrupt me, right? So it's easier. That's right. That's right. When everybody's in the waiting room looking down at their phones, nobody's interrupting anybody because everybody's, well, they might be on the phone. They're busy. They're doing something. They're typing. I don't want to interrupt them. But the truth is, we're all just killing time. And we're all just inwardly doing this instead of looking outwardly and talking to people. I like to talk to people. When I get into an elevator, for example, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. I, I, I talk to people. It makes people uncomfortable sometimes. But, you know, I, I'll do the small talk. You know, if there's no music playing in the elevator, which there really isn't usually anymore, I'll be like, "Boy, we need some music in here, huh?" It's just things, you know. It's just I'll hold the door for somebody. Oh yeah, okay. You just engage with people, and what I find is people like it most of the time now. But I think we're we're. We're not used to it anymore. It's easier to just look down at our phone and ignore everybody. Don't do that, everybody. I'm challenging you to not do that this week. At least once or twice. Pick one or two days to fast from just grabbing the phone and looking at it. You're going to... Open the world up, and you're going to see. I saw things I didn't see before. I, I heard things I didn't hear before. I, I realized that I am so inwardly into these devices that they're kind of ruling our lives because that's what we don't want. We don't want somebody else ruling our lives, and we don't want something else ruling our lives. We want to control our lives, right? But we also want to give up the control so we can fully live a free life. <laughs> It's It sounds confusing, but it's not. In other words, we just need to be in the moment. That's what mindfulness is about, too, being in the moment. But when you're on the phone looking at things, you're really not in the moment. You're either in the past or the future. You're not really in the present because if you're looking at it, you're looking at old texts, you're looking at old emails, you're looking at videos, you're looking at something that was, or you're searching for something new. And that's great Scott Marty. We need to be in the present. Well, wait a second, Doc. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to be present. Look around at what's happening around us. That's how we take in life. That's how we learn. That's how we grow. That's how we see what needs to change and learn and grow as well around us. That's how great invention happens. That's how struggles, all of that get overcome by being present with it, accepting it, taking it on. So when I'm in the studio with the computer... And I'm looking at it all and it's not working. The programs are not running anymore now. So I go and I start. Okay. Well, now I'm going to open Pro Tools. It doesn't work. Okay. Now I'm going to open this program that runs the little software parts of Pro Tools. Oh, that doesn't work. Okay. Well, my touch screen in the, in the booth, it doesn't work anymore. Like nothing worked anymore, right? Because this new computer had the information, but it didn't know what to do with it. You see. So it wasn't, it wasn't living in a, see, as I'm saying this, no, Siri, I wasn't talking to you. Go away. Okay. Yeah. See that? I have iPads all over in this room. And every time I say something that sounds like eerie with an S, she thinks I'm talking to her. I'm not. These devices are always listening to us too. That's the crazy part. So this computer had all of the stuff, but it didn't know how to work all of it. So I had to teach it, but that's frustrating, right? Because why? Because a lot of it is out of my control because I don't build the computer. I don't know how the computer works. All I know is the parts that I know, right? That we all know our ways around it enough. And so what do we do? We then go and we Google. Why can't we figure things out on our own? So I was like, I'm I'm not going to just go to online and figure out. How, I'm going to try to figure this stuff out. So I really had to challenge my brain. Okay, logically, what is happening with this program? It's not finding the drivers it needs to run the stuff, to get the hardware, to work the way that, okay. So what do I probably need to do? I need to uninstall the old version and reinstall it as a new version or the updated version. That makes sense. Okay, I did that on my own. I started doing that with all the programs. Guess what? It started working. In the places where I really couldn't figure it out, I would go to the technical support of the places and I would try to do the the live chats and stuff if I could or I would do a phone call. So I spent most of my day on technical support with places, fixing all of the programs to get it just back to where my life could function the way it was the day before (laughs) <laughs> when, when I hadn't changed it over. But it's a good life lesson because here's the other thing. Sometimes change is good. We need to grow. The old computer was getting too old. It was getting, you know, attribute. It wasn't working the same way. I needed the new computer with the new brains and the new muscle and all of that stuff. But I don't need it to control me. I need to control it. So I need to understand exactly how all of it works. And I need to understand and I need to take part in actually doing it. And when the things aren't working, I need to realize that when I get angry, it's because I'm afraid. Okay? When we get angry, it's usually because we are afraid. We are fearful. What am I afraid of? I'm afraid of the computer not working. I'm afraid of losing data. I'm afraid of being not good enough to figure this out. That's most of us. That's most of us where we come into these places of fear. It's because we feel like we're not good enough. So, You have to do a lot of self-talk. The way you can do self-talk is what? Being mindful. How are you mindful? You have to live in the moment. So you can't just sit there and go, I don't know, I want somebody else to figure this out. I want something else to figure this out. I just need to do this. Just give me the answer. That's how we're all kind of living now because we're so used to these devices controlling our lives. But I was like, okay, I'm going to use this time as as a lesson for myself to practice mindfulness, to be present in the moment, to logically look at why things aren't working. And if I cannot figure it out on my own, get some help, but also understand when I'm talking to the person with the help, what's happening so I can what? Learn for the next time. So the first technical support call I had in the morning was informative enough to help me with the last one. So the last one I barely needed because I had learned from all of the things that I had been going through throughout the day. Oh, so I need the drivers to be fixed there and I need to download the new one there. And if I just do that, yes. Okay, good. Because I learned that from the other call that I was on. Am I making sense? I know I'm going... A million miles an hour here, Reginald, but I... No, right, right. The whole thing is controlling what's out of your control by being present in the moment and understanding that things will be out of your control. But from that, you can learn if you're willing, and you're also not attacking yourself and not saying, this is because I'm stupid. This is because I don't know anything. Right. You don't want to say those things. No, you have to recognize that there's parts of us that will say that I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I'm not smart enough. But we are if we get in the moment, breathe through it, understand that there are elements that we can't control, but others might be able to help us. But it's it's us seeking the logic, applying the logic and living in that moment to learn the logic, not just do it again next time somebody else tell me. Exactly right. Exactly right, Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. That's the whole thing is that's the other trick. That's that no more than you want to know thing that we always talk about on the show and know what you believe in, why you believe it. Well, okay, I need to know more than I want to know with this computer because I go, I'm not a computer programmer. I don't understand it. I can't code things. I don't know. Yes, but I understand that if something isn't working, it's usually because there is something missing. There's a driver missing. There's a software missing. This software isn't updated. Okay, so I need to then breathe relax, get through it by seeking logic. Go online, look at the the website that makes the stuff. See, okay, the last one was done this way. Does it work with this OS? No, that one doesn't work with this OS. Where is the new one? Okay, they have they're in development and there's a beta over here that you can get on this link. Okay, I'm going to walk through it. I'm going to do this. So we do a lot of this without thinking, you know? I think and many of you That I'm talking to that are younger, that just naturally understand computers more than people my age, (laughs) you know, because you grew up with them always around you. You just know, oh yeah, I get the new driver. I do this there. I load that there. I get the update. I go, all right. And you do it without even thinking. In fact, the devices generally do it without us now, too, right? They just update, update, update. I can't always have the updates on because of programs that I run. I don't want it. I want to be in control of it. That's the other thing. I don't like these auto things. And so, I generally don't have all the auto updates on my devices. Why? Because I like to know what's happening and I want to understand it all. We need to understand what's happening around us. Let's drink some water. So, breathing through it, not getting mad, telling myself, this is not because you're not good enough, James. It's because it's a new computer, it's a new circumstance. There's things that need to be updated because they just, that's how it works. And you will get to the other side of this. And tonight, when you lay your head down to rest, I'm sure most of these things will be worked out to where you can record your podcast tomorrow. And guess what? They were. So I breathed. I prayed. I prayed a lot. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, instead of getting mad, I prayed. I give it to God. That's how I operate. That's, that's me because I'm a Christian and I give everything to God. I, Lord, I'm really frustrated with this computer right now. I don't know why it's not doing it, but I really pray for your wisdom. So I I pray then to the Holy Spirit. There's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, God the Father, God the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, whom he left with us as an advocate for us. And that advocate then is going to help me. And I'll tell you what, every single time I pray, Lord, please, through your Holy Spirit, will you just guide me and give me wisdom? And may I just calm down and may I just get through this and understand what I need to understand and find wisdom and logic and slow down. No, not beat myself up and Not get angry at the computer, but understand that it's just, in fact, it is just a computer. It only does what it can do because it's a machine. And so if it doesn't have the right thing in the right place at the right time, it won't operate. I need to just breathe through, talk myself through that. So Holy Spirit, give me wisdom to find the right thing to make it work. And I'll tell you, every time you do that, it's like like taking that breath and counting to 10 it's like I talked about, I think on the last episode, I'll say the Lord's Prayer or I'll, say, I'll recite Psalm 23. Something to calm me and reset, right? So I challenge you today. Even this, this even goes back to the challenge I gave you earlier of putting down the device because you may get anxious putting down your device, not looking at your device. Take, do this for me. Take one day and, and think about every time you pick up that device, start becoming aware of when you're doing it. Now, don't stop yourself that one day. Just become aware. Okay, I picked it up. I was, look, I had nothing to do. I sat down on the couch and the first thing I did, my hand whipped my phone out and I looked at it and I stared down at it and I started scrolling through things. Okay, that's one. You just start counting. Start looking at those things. Then the next day, challenge yourself to not do it and see if you can fast from that. Put the phone in one place maybe on the counter or like I say, in the bathroom or over here or over there. And so then you're just going to it at different points of the day. Now, some of you may say, I can't do that because my whole business and my life is is dependent on it. Look, I understand that my business is run by my phone as well. My wife and I both have this issue because we don't like having the phones at the dinner table or any of that. And some days, because of the fact that I'm on call for my voice work, I have to have the phone nearby so I can hear it cling, go off and there's a text from my agent saying, oh, you have to do a promo for Fox or something. So it's it's understandable, but if you have it someplace where you can hear it, but it's not in arm's reach. okay? so if if it rings or if it texts and you or an email or some notification comes in that you need to hear because of your work, fine. But try, try and not being so dependent on it. If nothing else, try to not sleep in the same room with it, okay? Try to get away from it for an hour before going to sleep and an hour of waking up that first hour to not have your phone with you, to not look at your phone. Give it a shot. It will help. And I'll tell you, doing that helped with the transferring of all the files with the computer because I went, this is just a device that helps my life, but I cannot become so dependent on it that if it doesn't work, I'm going to, you know, get angry and fearful and all of that. Right, right, right. This is I think this is helpful, James. Well that's great, Reginald. Don't call me Reggie. Stop it. No, no, I I think it's it's great because people kind of ask me about, a lot of people will ask me about mindfulness. Like I'm, I'm excited about this weekend. I'm going to this Comic-Con in Dallas with Matt and Ashley. And a lot of people, when people come up and they meet me and stuff, and they'll ask me, let's say, so you talk about mindfulness on your podcast. First off, I'm thrilled by how many of you actually listen to the podcast and come up to my table and tell me that. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's so wonderful. And then people say, so mindfulness, I'm trying to practice it. And you know, what do you recommend and stuff? And it's like, let's just take this moment in that's what mindfulness is. And taking those moments in, looking at all aspects of your life. Okay, this computer's a challenge, but tomorrow I'll be that much wiser because I got through it and there was this, this challenge in my life. And then not patting ourselves on the back, but being aware and being grateful for the moments and the opportunities we have to grow and learn in life. And all of that is so important to becoming better people and learning and growing throughout life because we want to become better people with different people. We want to upgrade our software, our iOS, our OS, on a regular basis as well. I don't think the computers should upgrade them as much as they do, but I think we should be constantly upgrading our software. In other words, our life, our life experiences, and our ability to handle things around us in ways that are different and new, so that we learn and grow. We don't then become old and decrepit. We don't take in and get more angry because the world is getting so angry. If people don't think the way we think, they get mad at us. If if I say I'm a Christian. People People are getting mad at me for saying that. If I'm working with this person, they get mad at me. Or if I'm working on that project, they get mad at me. That's not how it's supposed to be. It used to be that we could be in a society where we knew there were things that were different than what we liked, and we just handled that. Now we take it as this personal responsibility to destroy or, or get rid of or harm anybody that believes differently than us. That's got to stop. And how does that stop? That stops by letting go of the fear. Things are not always as we plan. Things aren't always the way we like them. People will not always agree with us 100%. You will not always agree with me 100%. And you know what? That's beautiful that's the way life is supposed to be that is how we learn and grow if everybody believes the same thing we never learn and grow we can't get any farther we will just get decrepit and because there's no growth you see if you and I if I know what I believe and why I believe it but I only want that and I don't want to know more than I want to know In other words, I'm not willing to hear you and your story and you're not willing to hear me and my story and go, well, this works for James. Christianity is his thing. God is his light and his life and his way. And and through Jesus, he is saved. That's what he believes. And and understand why I believe that w- w- my journey and that my journey is different than your journey. And it's like, okay, that's that's great for him. This is my journey. And then I listen to yours and I go, that's great. Here's here's what I would give you from my journey to try to help you grow. And you'd say, well, here's what I would give you. And i said, say, okay, great. You know, because I learn from my friends that are have different belief systems. I don't believe the way that they believe, but I'm open to hearing, I'm open to taking in, and I'm breathing through it. See, mindfulness also helps us breathe through those parts that make us angry because somebody isn't believing the way. Look, we all get frustrated when people aren't thinking the same way as us. I understand that. But we have to learn that sometimes you're on one software update and somebody else is on another. (laughs) We just think differently. We operate. Some people are PCs. Some people are Macs, right? Some people are Androids. Some people are iPhones. And yet... The world should still spin and we should all still like each other. It shouldn't be a battle. I know it's a bit of a tangent, but it's also kind of the same thing. And it's just like with Hank and I. Hank acts like he doesn't like me much and and harasses me or that he doesn't know. But the truth is, that's his way of coping with the differences between us. And he does like me, and so he gives me a bad time. But he also, by giving me a bad time, he's pulling me out of my comfort zone. And I'm pulling him out of his. Whoa, 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 whoa,
2: whoa! What's his soul? I, I, I like you. Ah, come on. Hey yeah, there, James.
1: Nothing, Hank. I'm just, I'm, I'm using it as an example in the show. Oh yeah, no, I get it. You know, sometimes I like red onion, and Charlie here, he likes the yellow onion. Okay, there you go. That's a perfect example. But you both like onions, and you both stink. So would you please leave? Whatever. And add some garlic. Okay, yeah, and garlic. So, anyways, the big lesson this week is take it in, man. Allow it all to wash over you. And realize that when you're getting upset, there's probably fear. See if you can take that apart. See if you can dismantle that. Unpack that as we say. Okay, I'm feeling angry right now. Why? Because this person believes this way and I don't like that they believe that. Why? Because I want them to believe the way I believe. Why? Because this is what I know. And if this isn't true, then maybe there's some fear in there. See, that's why I say know what you believe and why you believe it. So I try not to have fear in my belief system. But the things that are out of my control, the OS, the operating systems, the computers, all of that, I get fearful. And when I get fearful, then I react. And then when I react, I get angry, you see. And and that's what we do in life. So challenging you this week to find those things and to to write them down, to log them, to journal them. You know, today I got frustrated with such and such because of such and such. Why? And then you look at it, okay? And you breathe through it and you you take it into your present day. And then you breathe through it and you go, okay, so if I was in that situation right now, how would I react? Okay, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to feel the room around me and I'm going to understand that some people believe differently than I believe some things work differently than I work Uh, life is about challenges and I can build new muscles and grow and learn if I allow myself to realize that some things aren't going to go the way that I want them to go or expect them to go and that's okay because at the end of the day I'm breathing, I'm drinking water, I'm hydrating my body, I'm, you know, look, that's a whole, that'll be another episode here soon, where we talk about the importance of exercise, and, and look, any exercise, just, like, this morning, I start my day with stretches, my wife and I, we do workout, we do... different workouts her body requires different workout than my body does a lot of mine is deep breathing and stretching and just stretching those muscles and getting them there and then a little movement and such hers is cardio and working it differently and so people can be so alike you know my wife and I we think alike and we agree on so many things yet our bodies are so different from each other and she can eat Anything. I can only eat these things, and she can, you know, fall asleep the second the TV's on, and I will stay up all night watching it. There's, there's so many differences, yet we have so much in common. And yet that's beautiful. It's beautiful. And that's the stuff that we need to start learning to take in more and enjoy and know what we believe and why we believe it and know more than we want to know and understand that others believe differently than us. But understanding that all of those things happen and taking them in as they happen. Breathing through them, being present in the moments and realizing, ah, my brain wants to trigger this, that or the other, but I can retrain my brain. I don't have to pick up that phone and look at it when I'm uncomfortable. I can actually engage other people and, and look out the window and look at a tree or talk to somebody here or, you know, uh, have a conversation in an elevator or whatever. We can do all this stuff because life is a journey. What do you think Reginald, don't call me Reggie. I think that sums it up quite well, James. And I believe Mr. Announcer Guy is going to come in and do the legal mumbo-jumbo, as you call it. You got it, Mr. Announcer Guy, do your thing!
2: Yeah, man. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumigo Inc., recorded at Chat Studios, engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the podcast. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.
1: Well, I hope this was a helpful episode. I hope that, uh, you know, it's just, look, man, it's all about talking through it just seeing, you know, that's the whole purpose of all of this stuff. We listen, we get different opinions, we learn, we grow, we breathe, we relax, we seek, seek the truth. Look, seek the truth in life and it will find you. Open that door to truth and know that somebody is waiting on the other side that has been knocking and he's right there. And God bless you. I'm praying for each and every one of you. Whether you believe in that or not, I'm praying for you and I pray for the best for you.
0: God bless you. And mmm. Goodbye.